Hi, Dre. Hi, Peter. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing just lovely. Thank you. You ready to go digging with Peter? Let's go. Okay. This week, we are talking about Fish's uh, debut studio album, Junta. Now, last week when we selected this, I pronounced it Junta, which if we were talking about in the just that word by itself used in other contexts, that would be correct. But right. apparently, this one is pronounced Junta or Junta. Junta. Junta or Junta. We'll probably use that interchangeably. And maybe if anybody starts listening to us, one day somebody will yell at us about it. Right. Okay. So this particular album uh, was re- was self-released by the band in 1989. And they, they didn't have a label at the time. And then a couple years later, when they were signed to Elektra, it was re-released on CD. Uh, before that, it was only on cassette. And the uh, the CD version, over two discs, uh, also got a few tracks added from some live performances. Up through Contact on the second disc is is basically where the original release ends. And then Union Federal, Sanity, and Iculus were just added on because they had extra space on the CD. Oh, so okay. they just threw them on there. Despite, despite that I have... I apparently and verifiably own this album. I I don't remember anything about it. I'm pretty sure I didn't actually buy this album. Fish is one of those bands that when I talk to people who love Fish and then they hear about some of the other things I listen to and, and enjoy, they're like, you'd love Fish. You should go listen to this album or this live performance or whatever. And I'm always like, okay, that sounds great. And then I forget about it because it's forgetful. Well, first of all, I'm forgetful. Also, I, I seem to be a little resistant to people just like insisting that I need to listen to something or hear something or see something or watch something just like game of Thrones. Never watched it for years. I had people like, practically yelling at me saying, why haven't you watched this? This is amazing. This is the best show that's ever been on TV. I'm like, chill. I'll get to it in my own time. (laughs) And then after hearing about how bad the last season was, all of a sudden nobody's telling me I need to watch it anymore. (laughs) So apparently that last season wasn't very good. I've heard, never watched. So do you know anything about fish? Not at all. This was all brand new to me. Have you ever heard or knowingly heard anything by them off of this album or any other? No, not to my knowledge. Okay. It is my experience that fans of fish are either like super fans of fish or they just know a couple of things. There's like almost no in between. <laughs> they uh, sound like they're very niche. Maybe. This appears to be their, their biggest selling album. They have been producing music since this very consistently, both studio albums and live recordings. 
and they tour a lot, people seem to have this very big connection to them. Uh, a couple years ago, they apparently did did like a, a residency or a longer stint like at Madison Square Garden in New York. I have not really a coworker, a guy who works like who worked in the same building as me, who literally took that entire time off from work so he could watch the live stream of these concerts live every day. That's dedication. That is a lot of dedication. And you don't get that kind of dedicated following by just being an average band, I guess. Can you think of any other band that engenders that type of dedication? No, not a one. And see, after listening to this album, I feel like, okay, well, what have I been missing here? I mean, I know I've heard a few things by Fish, just out in the ether in general, but they never really clicked with me. And despite my apparently owning three albums, including this one, I couldn't tell you much about any of them. Have you listened to any of them? I don't know. <laughs> you see, this is a problem when you've got multiple thousands of albums to listen to. Is that sometimes even some good stuff can just slip right by you, even if it's in your own collection. I'm thinking that this album was given to me at some point, And I said, okay, great. Thank you. I'll listen to this and then forgot. You have to have a rule. I always listen to a new album within a day or two of getting it. So every when I was buying CDs, they got ripped open within 24 hours. And I listened to them from start to finish. Yeah, so now I feel kind of bad about that. Don't. I mean, I've gotten other albums where I've listened, where I have dutifully gone and listened to it and thought, I don't understand why this is important to this other person. Getting into this album itself, what did you think? It was okay. And just okay. Just okay. This didn't like yeah. blow your mind or anything. No, at first I thought it'd be kind of cool, like as to have on hand as background music or like hanging out with friends or doing stuff. But then when they got weird, I'm like, okay, wait. What do you mean by when they got weird? I think it was the second album, that twenty something minute long song. You're you're referring to like Union Federal? Yeah, Union Federal, Sanity, and Iculus. Uh, yep, that one. Mm -hmm. Those three just kind of went left to me, and I just didn't understand what was happening anymore. After having looked at, at the Wikipedia article on this album and learning that those last three tracks were not actually part of the original album, then it made sense to me, like, these feel out of place. These don't feel yeah. like the rest of this album. I mean, there are a lot of extended cuts. I think that's putting it lightly on this album. Yeah. If you if you exclude those last three tracks, I got all the way through this album listening to this, and I didn't actually get bored at any of those longer cuts. Like I kind of expect to. Like on the occasion I listened to, to Grateful Dead, which I can appreciate on an intellectual level, but kind of bore me a lot of times especially when they just get going and keep going <laughs> yeah i didn't feel that same that same thing here which kind of surprised me like they yeah, were that... keeping things fresh within each track just enough to keep my attention even like that first listen through where i wasn't paying like a lot of direct attention to it i found myself like just kind of just kind of moving along like bopping my head, tapping my feet. And I didn't even realize I was doing it at first. Well, that's a good feeling there. Yeah, that is a good feeling. 
I was pleasantly surprised by what I got here. Not enough that I'm going to start following them on tour <laughs> or staying home from work to watch like five or six days of shows in a row. I, no. I don't think I could be that kind of fan for this band. You see, when I listened to it, it was interesting, but it didn't hold my attention. So I kept fading in and out with the music. And so it was interesting to listen to the lyrics because it was like such easy things to listen to. There's not a whole lot of thought, it seems like. And then the music was nice. And so I did tap my toe, but it just it was just background sound that I enjoyed listening to. Yeah, regarding the lyrics, some of them were a little more abstract. Really, the only one that like seemed to tell a coherent story or have like a real narrative to it mm-hmm. was that very first track, Fee. All the others were like, well, there's there's some words in here and maybe they mean something, maybe they don't. Yeah, but like Trey Anastasio has a good voice for the music he's producing. I don't know how well he would work in a lot of other contexts, but I also don't know what other kind of contexts there are on their other albums. Maybe he's yeah, good at adapting to different to. things. I don't know. Maybe that's something to explore later. Maybe. Yeah, I don't have a lot on this one because it just... It was like I was listening to it while I crocheted, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I listened to it while I cooked. That was nice. Mm-hmm. But to sit down and pay attention, that was difficult. So I don't have a whole lot of notes on it, but I just would let it play. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It fits with the energy of the days that I were having when I was listening to this album. Was there any track in particular that stood out as either good, particularly good or particularly bad? No, nothing was exceptional in either direction here. But contact is stuck in my head <laughs> about the cars, tires on the road. That one line like repeated pretty much over yeah. and over. Yeah, I can see how that would get stuck in your head. And I've been and I've been singing it and I'm just like, oh no, it's in my head. <laughs> you know, for a lot of bands, there's not much more that that they can hope for than getting something stuck in your head. Well, that was a success right there. I think the uh, the highlight of this of this album for me is uh, the last track on the first disc, David Bowie. Really? Yeah. That one I can't remember. This nice guitar line that I don't know, like there was just a just a little bit of of funk rhythm in there, just a not a lot, just enough to feel it. This reminded me of an album I would listen to with friends. Like I could imagine having fun singing these songs with friends as we try to figure out what's happening as we sing these words. Mm-hmm. or making up our own stories so this this is one i would do with friends by myself mm. not so much like me and you probably would listen to this in your car yeah, actually that's where i did most of my listening of this album this time around it was really good driving music i gotta say i can see that do you have enough of an opinion to render a score i'm gonna give this one a six it's middle of the road for me if I was with friends and this was playing in the background, we'd have fun and enjoy mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. But I probably would not play this on my own, even though it sounds nice. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm going to give this a seven. I'll be honest, going into this, I wasn't expecting to enjoy this this much. Are you a fish fan now? I am. I don't think I'm ever going to be like a... I don't know what fish fans call themselves. Are they fish heads? Are they fish <laughs> aficionados? Aside from what we've talked about, I did take a look at the general arc of Fish's career, and I was very surprised that the uh, band membership itself seems to have been 
remarkably stable. The the same four guys of the primary group that were together when this album was recorded are still together today. Wow. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. Over 30 years ago. Oh, that's dedication because I give up after a while. All right. Are we ready to find out what's next? I am head holding on to the edge of my seat. Glad to hear it. Hey, Google, give me a number between 1 and 2,052. Here's a random number, 696. 696. Oh, we get some classic music now. We get Harry Belafonte's Calypso. We're going to be dancing. We are absolutely going to be dancing. This is this is moving music. You know, that's the weight of my heart right there. What? Music that makes me move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been playing the long game all along. That's our show for today. Uh, please rate and review us on whatever platform you hear us on. And as usual, thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you. Thank mm-hmm. you.